You want to, I don't know. I mean, we're literally just, excuse me. That was a good one. I thought, I felt it tasted like chicken fingers. (laughs) Hey everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows, maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it because here we go. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Uh, it's been one hell of a time. That it's definitely have. I was trying to make this a weekly podcast, like every new week, a new episode. And I thought to pay respect for the election and what was all going on right now, I took a week off and I took a week just to chill and really just think about what everything is happening and everyone is going through. And I, I I know from experience, it was a very high anxiety time. I ate a lot of candy from Halloween because I didn't know that my mom bought a whole bag of candy just in case and then didn't tell me. And then my dad just brought it out and I was like, what the fuck? So I, I ate a lot of candy. I ate a lot, a lot of candy last week. And I hope that everyone is doing better and okay. And just, yeah, a lot of virtual hugs to all of you. A lot, a lot of fucking virtual hugs. I'm so excited for this new episode because it's with one of my babes, my um, Alexis to my David, if you don't know Shit's Creek. Yes, Alexis and David Rose. And Nick Sorsensky, I'm just so excited to have him on. It's a great episode. We're talking about his life before Corona, dating, during corona he had the coronavirus in the beginning and just the huge transformation he has gone through over these past eight months and in such a positive way i'm so proud of him i'm so excited for his journey i can't wait for him to come out to california and be with me forever and yeah let's let's do it very interesting very very interesting okay so let's let's start this let's get a roll nick hi Hey, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> oh God, I'm already laughing. <laughs> I know, I, this is going to be great. No, this is literally, this is what, this is who we are. This is what we do. Um, I literally just talked to you last week. Did we catch up last week? Did we catch yeah. up last week? Yeah, we yeah, did. Like, and a couple days ago last week. A couple week, days ago. It's, it's all, it all blends in. Yep. In our Snapchat streak, which I'm like super proud of because you're the first person that I've ever had this long of a Snapchat streak. Uh, say snap snapchat <laughs> snapchat streak excuse me um, yeah excuse me I'm notorious yeah <laughs> i'm notorious for those um yeah but ours is ours is going strong what are we at like 600 and something days are I we i don't know i think it's that is it what's the longest streak that you have oh my longest streak it's uh, probably like a thousand um, right uh 1595 is my longest streak um, Holy shit. Oh yeah, we're up to you and I are at six ninety six. 
I'm very um, proud of us. I'm really proud of us. That's like, um, that's good. I like to use them as like, yeah, I like to use them as like my indicator of like lengths of friendships. <laughs> you know, you can really gauge relationships that way too. Cause you it's know, true. like if you're talking to someone, like you'll be Snapchatting them and stuff. And then you'll see like, oh, I've been talking to this person for 27 days. <laughs> well, <laughs> And we've then gone if it's done, then time. you're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we've been dating for a really long time now, you and I. Nick, tell everyone who you are, what you do, how handsome you are. He's so handsome, by the way. Like, I mean, I, tell, I say that to you all the time, but you really are. I'll stop it. You can't tell by my voice, but yes, yeah. you can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, hi everyone. Um, I'm Nick Sorosensky. Um, I, I am a marketing director uh, based out of New York City. Um, New York City. New York City. Represent. Yes. Um, yeah, and I work for a theatrical licensing company, so we sell rights to shows. So I do all the marketing for for all the shows super fun and he's a great singer you should see his um bathroom um songs that he my bathroom would... covers your bathroom covers they're great the acoustics are wonderful in that bathroom thank you thank you so much yeah i have i have a new bathroom so i'm really excited to record some new covers in this new bathroom it's good you know? right it's still good acoustics and oh it's even better yeah we love that. There's a lot more space when you leave new york so <laughs> <laughs> so true it's and we met so actually <laughs> we met it was officially like two years ago but we met a year before at a friend's birthday party and we <laughs> didn't remember nope i was actually i'm so glad you brought that up because i was literally thinking about this this morning about how we were at a birthday party yeah and we just didn't interact or knew that each other were there or, but the next year at the same birthday parties when we started becoming friends, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. That's, I can't believe it was <laughs> that long ago too. Yeah, it feels like yesterday, but. It really, yeah, it really, really does. Let's talk about your life about, of dating before COVID, before we get <gasps> into COVID. How, the forbidden, <laughs> how I know what dating was like for you, but how is dating? Right. How was dating for you before COVID? Um, um, <laughs> um, you know, it's very complicated, as I'm sure anyone could say. Um, dating in New York City is especially super complicated. Um, but before I moved to New York, I was in a long-term relationship, um, basically right out of high school, all the way through college, I was with someone. And then, you know, we broke up on mutual terms and all that stuff and then I moved to the city and dating was terrible um yeah um it's I think everyone in New York is very uh career driven yes yes so <laughs> everyone's yes. very about themselves which is not a bad thing but it makes it really difficult to do the whole dating thing because everyone's just very about themselves and making time for themselves and putting themselves first um but yeah I had some interesting times but then I wound up dating someone for a little over a year and that was a time and yeah. I'll leave that, <laughs> well, that, was, that. That, was, that was perfectly said. Do you think Thank that you. in New York, <laughs> do you think that in New York- I was like, York, how do I sum this up the best way No, possible? I know. That was, that was honestly the perfect way to say it because it was you. a time. It was mm -hmm. a time. Do you think in New York, yes, it's work driven, but do you think they're work driven because they're money hungry? Or do you think, like, no? No. no. Um, well, 
Mm, it depends. I think there's different kinds of people, I guess, in New York. Like you can basically put into two groups, the people who want to be rich and the people who want to be famous, you know? Wow. So mm -hmm. that's the way I look at it. Um, I don't know. I, I see a lot of people working really hard and then I see a lot of people working really smart. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, I think that's the best way to put it. That's smart. No, that's very, that, yeah, that's a good way to put it. And there's so many different people in the city that you come across and, ah, oh, New York mm -hmm. dating was such a fucking bitch. Uh, <laughs> you put it a lot, a lot uh, more straightforward than I did. I try to beat around the bush a little bit. But no, but it's true. It's very, and yeah. it's interesting because people think being in a big city that it's easier to meet people and to go out and find good people when honestly it's so hard especially in our 20s because like oh, we don't absolutely. know what we want we are so at least at least when i moved to new york even the year after i was like i don't know who i am i'm trying to figure that out i want to meet as many people as i can to figure out like what my group is or what kind of men i want to date and what i don't and uh it's just very very interesting and now right. here we are. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So now we are getting into coronavirus and you had the virus in the beginning of the mm -hmm. pandemic. What, how was that? What was that situation for you? Oh, it was the, the best time of my life. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> um, no. Uh, you know, it's interesting when people find out that I had coronavirus. Um, because there's obviously a stigma about it and but I got it like right as you know lockdown happened you um, and Lily got like, it at like the exact same time right in the beginning yeah I came in like the very 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 first yeah. part of the wave um my birthday is March 20th and I was sick around that time yes um and like lockdown for New York happened on the 16th um so yeah, uh, my roommate had it and then we were already quarantined together <laughs> by the time he started showing symptoms and everything. And then a week later I was bedridden. Um, it was, he definitely got it a lot worse than I. We both had like flu-like symptoms, mm -hmm. um, no taste or smell. And then luckily, you know, mine only lasted for you know, a little over a week. Um, but for him, I know he still is having trouble tasting and smelling and- Seriously? Yeah, I just want to put that oh. little message out there that, you know, everyone says, like, if you're young and healthy, it's, like, fine. And he's, like, one of the healthiest people I know. And, you know, he's so young and, you know, he has to deal with this now and go through it. And I'm just fortunate that that didn't happen to me. That's so interesting that he still has – because I mean, people say sometimes, like, you still have the side effects or you can get the virus again. And right. I know Lily, she's not having any other side effects. But what did, she had the fever. She had a cough. She had – Mm -hmm. the um shakes she yeah it was all like flu. like i thought it was the flu right. um but obviously the reason why i knew it was because my my roommate had coronavirus and that's the thing that was going around um yeah. but it was interesting because I, I i told you this but back in january too i got super sick yes out of nowhere yes and i went i even went to the doctor and i got tested for flu for strep you know all those and everything came back negative and i was like i absolutely have the flu so, but I don't know if like I had it back then and then again, or I was about to say, know. maybe you 
damn, that's so, so crazy. Even, I remember it was like a, the week before I came back to California, I felt so off. I didn't have flu-like right. symptoms, but I passed out when I was getting my nails done. I remember <laughs> I told you that. I was like, yeah. But it's I not funny, think. but. <laughs> it, but like kind of is. I don't know how, but I fainted when I was getting my nails done. And that rest of the week, I felt so achy and nauseous. And I didn't have any nose or uh, no headaches, but I was like, did I have it? I don't know. Well, that's the thing too, is I know so many people felt a certain way. And, and, you know, I think we're all hypochondriacs in our own way (laughs) where it's like, you know, especially when a pandemic, you know, it's pretty reasonable to like the second you feel a little off, you're like, Oh my goodness, I have the virus. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, you know, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. I, there was a million times after that too. I thought I had it again. Cause you know, every, the second I had like a cough or I was like a chew, I was like, oh, <laughs> it's back. But it's, yeah, I saw the, an, uh, not the, the, I have the antibodies still, which is really weird still? too, because I, yeah. Cause a lot of people, they were saying that they disappear for people. I know yeah. one of my closest friends had it and she, hers are gone. And I had it back in March before her and I still have them. So you have a lot, you have a good group of like core friends that mm-hmm. you have in the city when did you feel comfortable going out and seeing them? Uh, so going out is a very operative word. <laughs> um, I know what you mean. Um, yes. Well, I, of course, so I need to make it very clear that my roommate and I did not leave our apartment except to go food shopping and to go get some fresh air once in a while for like four straight months, like from the beginning of quarantine to like four months in. Um, I, I think it, after I had it, so I had it at the end of like, you know, mid and March, mm-hmm. uh, the first time I saw like anyone besides my roommate, and that would have been like a social distance walk or something, or like the park near my apartment was, I'd say end of April. Okay. Yeah. Mid to late April. Like I definitely <laughs> did not see anyone for at least a month after that, because, you know, you never want to take chances and with the spreading and yeah so I'd say I'd say like a month wow that's Mm -hmm. so now we're gonna go into dating but (laughs) dating is a whole other situation because like dating you want to get close to somebody and also in New York like it was so sad because I I will say that the dates real dates that I went on in New York were so fun and it's all based on like other interactions. So yeah. when, I mean, dating is so different in New York now than before. Maybe not that much because things have opened up more. Right. But how did you feel about going back into the dating world? Well, it's, <laughs> uh, I should like, I mean, I'm, I'm on a dating podcast and I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I've talked about dating. You have to. <laughs> Like, ugh, men. Ugh, <laughs> oh, uh, men. Uh, men. That's just like my normal sentiment. Uh, no, so, no. Our our um line is, oh my God, what do, what do we write on my Well, there's, there's always a few. Um, but there's usually a mantra each year. And uh, there's always a classic, men ain't shit. Men ain't because shit. They ain't. Mm-hmm. And then, do you know what men have? And it's the audacity. The audacity! Those were the two on my board. Yeah, those because don't 
no one ever forget that. If you don't take anything else away from this, just remember those two things, that men ain't shit and men have the audacity. <laughs> yes. um, so I guess on to me. Uh, yes. I had a really interesting time uh, because, you know, I heard about a lot of different people having different experiences with dating, whether that being like just, you know, continue to be single or be in a relationship and stay in a relationship throughout the whole thing or start in a relationship and get out of one. Right. I, you know, I, I was dating someone up until, you know, the, I guess the middle of January. Um, and then we, things weren't officially ended until right before lockdown, essentially. So I kind of, yeah. Um, I thought about this the other day. I was like, wow, I can't believe like this was the timeline. So I essentially was, you know, dating someone with them and spending all my time with them for over a year and then going into this situation where I'm locked inside my apartment, essentially alone. You know, I have my roommate, but that's a different kind of connection and whatever else. Um, So that was, I I think, an added layer of (laughs) everything to to deal with as well. Right. Is to kind of, you know, come to terms with that while also like the inevitable doom of being (laughs) alone. (laughs) um but you know yeah um no I mean this I think this turns around (laughs) um yeah so for you know the good you know first half of it I didn't want to think about anything like that um and for good reason and yeah but then finally like me and my roommate were sitting there and my roommate you know was in a relationship for a while Mm -hmm. too and then wasn't dating anyone we're like you know, we can't see anybody, but like, should we download like Hinge or, you know? Cause why not? What um, else you gotta fucking do? Right, like we we thought of so many activities during quarantine. Like, you know, we had like the happy hours on Zoom and like all the yes. stuff making activities. So one of our activities were like swiping through dating apps. Yep. Um, it's more than anything, it's like a game. Yes, um, yes. Sure. I think I think Lily said it on hers. Um, but yeah, it's just like fun. It's like whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, you know, how many people are going to give me attention? Um, <laughs> and, the, and the answer is everyone, everyone who's not cute. <laughs> everyone who's not cute. Is everyone that's, I, I agree. I feel like everyone that you were, I mean, we all have types. We're all attracted to certain looks and bodies, but the ones that, uh, the people that we aren't attracted to, they're the ones that- are the ones that gravitate to us. That's how life goes. That, that, um, <laughs> yes. um, no, uh, it's, it's funny too, because some of the apps have like a most compatible- Yes. Uh, thing. And it's like, and it's always someone who looks like, to be completely honest, and this is going to sound so rude, but sounds like, like that look like they're from another planet, you know? Um, and I'm always like, I cannot, always, my, my one are always people who look like thumbs. (laughs) I'm just like, what did, do, and I don't consider myself someone ugly. I don't consider myself You're not. someone who's like hot, but I would like to think I'm moderately attractive. And the fact that these dating apps really call me out and say, this is your most compatible. And I'm a like, oh, thumb. it looks like a body part. Like, <gasps> oh, thumb. Why have I not seen this? You haven't shown me this. That's because it's, it's too scarring, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, let's not think about it. <sighs> so... <laughs> oh my god Uh, those those are my experiences with that but um yeah and then I actually did match with someone that I thought was attractive and was attractive (laughs) um and we had really great conversation uh 
yeah, and so we started chatting more and more and, you know, swapping numbers and, and Snapchat and all that things. And, you know, that's uh, why I brought that up earlier too about the Snapstreaks, because we had one, uh, mm-hmm. the guy that I was talking to, and I know mm-hmm. exactly how long this went on for because- Because of Snapchat. Because of, of Snapchat. So right. if Snapchat's not good for anything else, it's good for that. It's mm-hmm. like a nice timeline. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I wound up talking to some guy and he was- very very nice and very cute and all this stuff and we wound up having facetime dates and i love that it's so funny because i i consider myself a sociable person and i can get along with anyone all this stuff but um even now just like if you're up on like on a screen or like being recorded i and you know i i've done theater before but i get such stage fright and I felt like I was like almost like on a performance. So like I would get ready, like I would like pick out an outfit and like, I'm like, he's only gonna see like from my head to like my my chest. <laughs> like, right. But I was like sweating beforehand each one. And I was just like, and I don't know what it was about the edit pressure of just like, I guess because I think body language is so important and you really can only really get so much out of it and you yep. were even you said earlier about just um there's so many added layers to to dating and and like things that, like to getting to know people um and you miss out a lot on a lot of that by doing mm-hmm. that um by doing like these facetime dates and phone calls and whatever else um and did for you want to like, do sorry I, I, I was gonna say do you want did you want to do facetime dates before because of like Corona, like you guys were just like, no, we want to meet each other first because just in case, or what made you want to do the FaceTime dates first? Uh, well, definitely the FaceTime dates was because of Corona. Like this right. is, you know, this right. was the end of April, I believe was the timeline for this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And so it was like in the midst of everything being really, really bad. Right. Um, and yeah. And we, so we had a FaceTime date and it went really well. And I had a really great time and, you know, we hit it off and we had a few more and we even had a date where we played Pokemon (laughs) and I'm a huge Pokemon nerd and we literally FaceTimed and then played Pokemon together. Like we set it up and yeah. That's cute as fuck. Yeah. It was really nice. It was, you know, I, especially dating in New York, um, usually things that you do are like go out to dinner. Yes. Go to the park. <laughs> like, yes. you know, stuff like that. Um, and I thought it was really nice because it was really personable and something that, like, I guess meant a lot to me. And it was like a layer that I kind of like, I don't feel embarrassed about. Like, I don't care about it, what anyone thinks. But, you know, it's still something funny that, like, when I found out that he liked Pokemon, I was like, no way. Like, I love Pokemon. <laughs> I think also, too, with FaceTiming, there's nothing that can distract you. Like, it's literally, you see the person when you're going out yeah. to a restaurant or a park, you can stop and, like, look around and look at things. But FaceTime, you're like, nah, you got to oh, yeah. look at my face for, like, the whole entire time. Right. I'm a big people watcher. So I get super, and my ADHD is really bad. <laughs> So I'm cons- I'm horrible on dates. So honestly, the FaceTime dates were probably the best for me <laughs> because How like you said, you there's go? really, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. Um, so yeah, we, you know, we hit it off and we had a couple dates. And then finally, because he was super pushy about like meeting in person mm-hmm. and I was absolutely not about that. And I was okay. like, no, I'm a lady. Um, you are a lady. respectable lady. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but then I agreed to like a social distance date and we, you know, had a picnic in the park and it was super adorable and super social distanced and all those things. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, things didn't, obviously I'm here and things did not work out. Um, but it was funny because this, it was like one of the first situations. Cause you know, I, people would, I guess, consider me boy crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't think you're boy crazy. I never, I've never you thought just, you were boy just, crazy. Just crazy. <laughs> we are all crazy. It's okay. We're all crazy. Yes. Um, but this was the first situation he was, I really respected him and I still have a lot of respect for the guy because he was the one to ultimately call things off and, I really respected him for it because he was super upfront and honest about it. It was just like, hey, I don't see this moving forward. And all of my friends were like, oh my God, like, what do you need? Are you okay? Like, what, like, what, like, what? And I was so taken aback by that being like, what do you mean? I'm fine. And like, because like before all of this, like I, you know, I would take things so personally right. and I'm like, why don't like, I would be so distraught if something didn't work out or if I'm like, oh my God, I put all my effort and time into someone. And like, I'd be distraught over it. Right. But this situation, I guess, having all this alone time and really focusing on myself is that like, I had a respect for myself in the situation and was like, hey, this has nothing to do with who I am as a person. This no. is just us as a pair is not compatible. You know, it's not working out. And that is no like, you know, in like implication on who I am or like if like, there's no like what like what could I have done differently or like what did I do wrong no because you guys had a great time and it was communication is key and the fact that he was straight up with you and right. texted you and was like I'm sorry I just don't see this going it was so much better than the normal ghosting or right. giving up a random just fucked up excuse when no during a time like this it's nice to know just being honest and just like, yeah. it's not about which is, us. Which is rare always. It's so, so rare. I think, <laughs> it's I so, think that so rare. If that was, I honestly found it super commendable and just being like, oh, wow. Um, you know, honesty. Um, my dating experience before that was, you know, <laughs> ha ha ha. Um, <laughs> to circle back, uh, complicated. Um, but the biggest thing was that I, I'm very, um, I'm very self-aware. I, I pick up on emotions very easily too. And I, I, I usually can sense when things are off and whatever. Yep. And so when someone's not being honest with me, it drives me crazy because I can always tell. Yep. And so I think that's what was really comforting to me is that finally someone was like, hey, this is what's going on. And how easy that was. And like, that was it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. And then just doing, yeah. Going our separate ways and that's it. No hard feelings or anything. Exactly. Have you gone on the dating apps more or since then? Um, so that's a funny question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please um, do tell. Like I, I deleted them after that um, because I was like, you know what? I don't like, it didn't work out. I don't know if I'm ready. Right. Um, this is not really the time <laughs> to be doing this. And as you know, um, I was doing a lot of self-improvement during this time. Yeah. And this was, um, and I hate to be one of those people, but I coronavirus like was very I there was a lot of positives for me you know I try to take a shitty situation and make the best out of it so I never really had time for myself and yes. time to <laughs> and time to really 
understand what I like and who I am as a person and things that make me upset, things that make me happy. Cause I was so focused on making everyone else around me happy. So when I finally had the time to do it for myself, I was like, oh, this is incredible. Why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> so I was able to work out as you know, I put on 20 pounds, um, all good weight. I'm very, very thin. <laughs> no, very you look thin absolutely amazing. You really do. I, I really appreciate it. And I feel amazing. And that's the biggest part. It wasn't really about like what my body looks like to me or oh my goodness um one second that's okay can you hear me yes you busy you got Sorry phone about call. That. yeah um the paparazzi um <laughs> but yeah no I had time for myself and it was it was really great and so I deleted the apps and continued to work on myself until I felt better um and I, and, I yeah, love I that and oh no sorry continue uh, what I just, my thought before was that, um, you know, working on myself and, you know, I really got like the positive everyone saw was that my body was in shape and, you know, I put on this weight and looked healthy, but it was, for me, I was more proud of my mental state. It was the fact that I've, I've worked out, you know, my entire life for the most part is like, I'm a pretty active person, but you know, when you deal with depression and anxiety and self-doubt and all those things, those things actually really affect the way your body operates. Yeah. And that's like the second I finally turned on, I was like, hey, like this is my body, I love it, is when everything started to fall into place. And so I was like, I don't need a man right now. I don't need that. I wanna wait till I'm really ready. <laughs> I love Thank that. you. I love, I mean, I've said from the beginning, like I, your transformation mentally, physically, emotionally, I think, and I, I'm just so proud and I'm so happy that you're in the state that you're in because it's true. You are a person that you put everyone else before you. You are such a, a people, people person, people person. Sure. sure. Purple people eater. People person. And you really got to focus on yourself. And I feel like in New York, even there was another friend I was talking to in New York, because it is New York City, we never want to have downtime. We always want to be going out and doing something and not really thinking about ourselves. And now during this time, my friend that moved out back to his parents' house in Brooklyn, he was like, I love not doing anything for once. And I love right. really focusing on myself and what I need, not what anybody else needs. And like, yes, obviously like he misses going to his concerts, but it's so different. And oh, I've, I love just sitting. I was someone, yeah. as you know, like I was, I had plans every single day before. Yeah. COVID. Like I was making sure to squeeze everyone into my schedule. I was going on dinners. I was doing coffee dates on my break at work. Like yes. I was making it work, but now I just love to sit like I just love to just relax I love to be a potato right and it's it's great and I don't feel bad about it because that's yeah. the thing I used to feel bad about it I think it's because like you said like in you're in New York you want to do everything you want to experience everything you want to make the most of it but now like I think life really forced us to take a second and just be like hey breathe <laughs> chill hey, the fuck out it's okay if you want to nap every single day because guess what napping is great Right. Well, I, I don't get to nap too much. I still have to work. Um, but excuse um, me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was it yesterday? I don't know why. Like this week, I've been in such a nap mood. Like as soon as I got home yesterday, I passed the 
fuck out. And you know those naps so when like honest. you wake up and you think it's another day? I literally thought it was Saturday when it's Tuesday. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I I wish I could nap. That's the one thing I'm working on. I'm a terrible sleeper and I wish I could nap. I literally can't nap. I can't do it. I don't know what it is, but. I can give you some of my napping like po- powers, napping abilities. Uh, sure, just, just send them <laughs> just on like, over. I'll just, <laughs> just take it out and I'll transfer just them over to me. It. Or when you move to LA soon, which you stay tuned stay tuned for part two when we're both in the same state again it's been too long i know it's been way too long what okay so now yeah you're out of new york i'm out of new york you're out of new york what cats out of the bag (laughs) yep what made you want to finally move out of new york yeah um well i think my there's two things one you know i've never been I'm born and raised in New York, I'm from Long Island originally, um, but I never truly really loved the city. Mm-hmm. I always liked it and I always had a great time living there, but it would never felt like home, mm-hmm. um, which is why, you know, I'll eventually be making move to LA. To um, me! To you! And I, so me and my roommate, you know, we, we dealt, we did this for five months and finally we sat down together and we're like, we're not happy here anymore. You know, like there's, what are we doing? I'm paying crazy amounts of money to stare at a white wall every day while I work. And it's, you know, our apartment was pretty big and we got along great. And it wasn't about either of us. It was more about the fact of like our mental health. And like, also this is the time, like it's, it's kind of interesting too. This is the time to do the things you would never normally do. Like I'm so, I'm very, very fortunate that I've been working throughout this whole thing. I still have my job. Got I got promoted during this, which is really fantastic. As and you should. I'm very happy. Um, thank you. And, but this is, I, I can work remotely, you know? And so I took this opportunity and my sister just had a baby and he is the cutest chicken nugget. <laughs> he is the cutest chicken nugget in the whole, oh my God, those eyes and like that, oh, that chunk, the chunkiness, I love it. He's so chunky. I love he him. He's, so he's like, only a couple months old, I think, like what, a little over two months, and he's 15 pounds. He's like in the 90 percentile of like his weight. That's he's a chicken so nugget. That's he's like a, a chicken, chicken leg. Yeah, literally. And I just want to eat him. I love him. But it's, I've never, my sisters live down here, and I never really got to spend time with them like this. So this is the perfect time for that. Um, so I made the move down here. So now I live in Chesapeake Beach, Maryland. Yeah. which is somewhere I would never live <laughs> um, and you know normal circumstances it's beautiful like you've seen my view like live oh, right stunning. on the water yeah, yeah it's a beautiful little town but it is uh, not a big city <laughs> yeah and uh, I need to get a car because I can't go anywhere you'll um, get there you'll get it yeah you I'll it. get there but yeah um, this is this situation has really forced I think people to do things that they won't normally do and so I took that initiative and I live down here and I'm having a great time decompressing Mm -hmm. you know resetting pushing the reset button and yeah just you know trying to do more me work yeah and Um, get ready for that next chapter which and get ready for that next chapter so to circle back to your original question am I still on the dating apps uh the answer is yes uh and and there is nothing to report yet, um, but I do just, it's interesting because, you know, I, I do want to move again in a couple of months, and I, I want to be in California, 
Um, mm. I want to go there for work. And obviously for you, number one. Duh. A der. <laughs> and, <laughs> but I also, I am, uh, uh, I'm a calm 27. And you don't look like it. Uh, I'm 27 years old and in gay years that is like 59 so (laughs) my um my time is my 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 timeline is getting shorter and shorter um (laughs) so I mean I just want to I want to enjoy myself that's the thing too is that I I'm a very relationship driven person and I'm not here being like I want to go fuck everything I see and that is absolutely not the case but I also don't I'm not like oh I need to find my husband right now mm-hmm. I'm like I'm, I just want to find someone to enjoy my time with I want someone to pass the time with right now which is something I never ever have ne- I've never thought like this before I've always been someone who is like I need to date to marry I need to date like what's the point you know? Like I say all the time, I am so happy and proud of who you are. And I've seen the changes and it's true. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, one, I fucking love you. And I just okay. love how of all of this, you have made it such a positive turn versus negative. Cause a lot of people during this pandemic, they aren't they're very negative. They're very sad, very depressed. And that's totally fine. If that that's is your journey okay. and like, if that's how you're <laughs> feeling, absolutely. But there is some positivity and happiness. We got to, right. yeah. Yeah. I think it's, you know, I'm very, I want to say that I'm very privileged to be able to say that, you know, I, <laughs> and to be it's a little morbid is the fact that like my life was kind of shitty before this. So it's kind of one of those, like, you can only go up from here, you know, I um, love everyone that. was like, Everyone was saying like 2020 is my year. And I freaking, I, oh, I forgot, Chris. I, I fucking knew. There um, you go. <laughs> I fucking knew New Year's Eve. I said to my boyfriend at the time, because like, you know, I'm just talking yes. about the new year and wants and all this stuff. And everyone's just like, yeah, like this is going to be it. And I was like, nope, fuck that. 2020 <laughs> is not going to be my year. I know it. That's going to be like my grace year. You know, it's just going to be like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, 2021, I'll wait for you. And I fucking, I just, I, my expectations were right, you know? I like, the <laughs> pandemic hit and I said. I was right. right. I, I was right. But um, at the same time, 2020 was kind of a year because look look where you are. So yeah, it's like I, a huge I'm stepping very stone. Very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, I could say that. And I'm, again, very fortunate and very blessed to say that, that I was able to, you know, make positives out of this. And I don't blame anyone for being negative during this time because you know i'm not i'm also not here preaching saying all this was perfect this was a journey and it still is and it still sucks and it's still tough and i miss my friends and i i do strangely miss new york (laughs) um i miss my life i miss shaking my ass at the club oh Um, yes uh, miss dropping it low like, Always. I just want to dance. I just want to fucking Literally dance. just want to dance. Me and my sister were saying that. We're like, we just want to dance. We're about to, like, after this, we're probably just going to turn some music and dance downstairs. Honestly, do it with the baby. Like, have a party. Yeah. Just the three I of know. you. He's crying downstairs, so hopefully he's not oh. too loud. But he's he so temperamental. He does. So he loves me. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's been such a journey. It's so interesting. But got to make the best of what we got, right? Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. Do you have any recommendations on people 
that want to date or honestly are just going through a hard time and just Mm -hmm. how to change that perspective. Yeah. Um, I think you kind of said it's about perspective. Um, You know, one about dating is that if, if you want to date, do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to date, don't. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, I think always the best advice for me is like things that are like in such layman terms and things that are so obvious to us, but sometimes you just need to hear it like it is. Yeah. Because like we overthink, we, we all do it. We're all overthinkers. And it's the fact that you're not expected to do anything right now. It's the fact that if you, the only thing you're expected to do is be smart and be safe, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And don't be an asshole. And don't be an I <laughs> and don't, don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. Um, there, yeah. there's my Long Island coming out. Um, <laughs> don't be an asshole. Don't be um, an asshole. Yeah. Uh, give me some coffee. Um, <laughs> that sounded like but, my mom. Yeah. That was pretty good. I know. Ugh, love her. Um, but yeah, no, my advice is, yeah, just be smart. Smart. Be, <laughs> I just combine it. Be smart and be safe. Um, and be nice to yourself. That's, that's my biggest advice is that something I've never done until now is really be nice to yourself. Mm. You fucking rock. You are incredible and you're hot and don't let anyone treat you differently. You know, I love that. It's the truth. It's uh, like you said, perspective. It's about perspective. It's like not much has changed about me. I put on some weight, but it's good weight. It's good weight, but that's, that's it. I'm like still me. I'm just more confident and I'm, I know what I have to offer and it's not a cocky thing and it's never been like that. It's a confidence thing. And it's about Mm self-worth. It's during this time, it's really hard too, because all we have is ourselves for the most part. So you got that person. And that's what I learned very, very quickly is like, I got to learn to love me. And then everything else started falling into place. And you know what? I don't need no man right now. If one comes along, then good. He better be ready for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, 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 mm. I think that I think he's gonna come in California. I like. I think I it's know, gonna that's happen. What, that's what you want. <laughs> I, I know that's what I want, but like I'm just saying, I really I feel like I feel I maybe like I feel like it could happen. Yeah, maybe. and you know what? If if it does, it does. And I I mean I hope it does. I hope to be there in a couple months. I hope the world is a little better. Um, we you know, shall I want to. I want to, you know, I want to move over there when it's safe too. Um, you know, I'm in Maryland right now because it's super spaced out. There's not a lot of people in this town and I'm just with my family every day. Um, and I just feel comfortable that way, but I, you know, I miss living in a big city. There's nothing like it. Um, and, but yeah, I miss you. I miss my friends. I miss you. (laughs) I miss life. And I know know everyone does. And, but that's not an excuse to be an asshole either. (laughs) Don't be an asshole. Numbers don't. are rising, everybody. <laughs> don't be an asshole. Nick, thank you so I love you. I I I just I love you. So you are yeah. the Alexis to my David. Always. Aww. And for, it's true. I love you. David. David. <laughs> what is your social <laughs> What is your social media? I mean, I know you're trying not to be on it as much, which is like honestly fucking good for you because social media is so toxic. Oh yeah, Bye. deleting. That's one thing I did too. Let me just slide that in really quick. Is that I I went on a social media cleanse, which you is did. like the best thing I've ever fucking done. Mm-hmm. I did it for two months, um, and it was the best thing. And I have a whole new relationship with social media. 
Um, but with that being said, I'm back. You can follow <laughs> me. <laughs> um, stalk the shit out of me. Follow me, like my pics. Uh, hype me up. Um, everything you can find me on literally everything is at Nick Soro, uh, N I K S O R O. There's no C in my name. No. Um, but yeah, on virtually every platform, I do social media for a living, so gotta have it. But that's where you can find me, Nick Soro. Yay! Yay, David! Yay. <laughs> And there you have it. That was the episode with Nick. Ah, like I said before, and all the time, I love this man. And I I just there's nothing there's nothing more else to say. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, like or subscribe or share. It's not me, it's COVID Pod on Instagram and Facebook page. And yeah, just just tell people if you like it. Podcast, yeah, you know, do the thing. And until next time on It's Not Me, It's COVID, I'll see you later.